you believe the best and then you pursue the best. Yeah. Because you have to pursue the best for the other person. Hey everybody, this is Susie. And Cosmo from soulanchoring.com. You're listening to the I Feel Loved When podcast. The show for people who interact with people. Let's explore how to develop God-honoring relationships, whether single, dating, engaged, or married. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And now, here's today's show. Today, we're on part one of our five-part mini-series of core concepts. Let's talk about believing the best. Stephen Covey says we judge ourselves by our intentions and others by their behavior. So believing the best is the idea that we are going to give the other person the benefit of the doubt. We have to start with the concept that these are healthy relationships. We're not talking about relationships with abuse or people who have a malicious intent who are trying to harm one another. Uh, and sometimes they don't even know that they're harming each other. But, but we're talking about healthy or at least uh, relationships that are uh, not looking to destroy each other or purposefully destroy the other in the relationship. Or even a relationship that is, that's not manipulative. Right. Like I may not be trying to destroy you, but I'm trying to get for myself everything I can from you. Right. So we're not talking about abuse, manipulation, um, bent on destruction relationships. We're talking about healthy relationships where we're desiring to serve one another well, love one another well. Each of us are, are seeking to follow Christ well. So those are the kinds of relationships where we're, we're suggesting to believe the best. Right. And because we're saying believe the best, we're saying believe the best in uh, poor situations, bad choices. Uh, maybe somebody has forgotten a birthday or made a mistake or not talking about, again, not talking about malicious intent, but people make mistakes. People sin. People have issues in their lives in which they are self-centered. So we're saying believe the best. This person may have acted self-centered in this situation, but their heart really is to love you, to care for you, and they have made a poor choice in this situation. Yeah. So for example, um, I know that because of our relationship that you, um, that you love me and that you care about me and that you don't, you're not intent on harming me. And so when um, I encounter a situation that may seem simple, but something like um, you told me you were going to be home at five, it's now six, and I haven't heard from you. I can either choose to think you don't care about me, um, you don't respect my time, you um, are purposefully ignoring my texts and phone calls asking where you are, or I can make a choice to believe the best and believe that you are doing something because um, in this in this scenario I'm thinking of you were actually meeting with a friend and I can choose to believe the best that your conversation is going deeper than expected um, it's taking longer than expected you are involved and in, very deeply involved in the conversation your phone is not you know out which is good I don't want you <laughs> staring at your phone while you're having a deep conversation with someone and so I can, I have to consciously make the choice to believe the best as opposed to make it all about me and how I'm feeling mistreated or ignored. Right. And I think that part of this believe the best is not saying that you just overlook somebody's mistakes or sins right. or if they take an action against you that, that you're like, whoa, what did that come from? 
uh, it could be from an emotional place. So if you've had uh, someone in your life that uh, passed away recently and you are full of emotion and you lash out at your spouse, is that because they want to lash out and hurt you or is it because they've had an emotional um, weight that is on them and this is an expression of that pain or mourning so from your perspective you have to look at it and go are they really this way are they just trying to lash out and hurt me or oh there's something else going on in their life i have to believe the best at their core they would not do this on a normal day that when their mind their heart their um, emotions are in check where they are being fully submitted to god and also being um, thoughtful about our relationship what is the normal, uh, what is the good, what is the best that I expect from them? If it's not the best, then I need to ask the question, why? Why is this happening? Not, I need to defend myself and they're hurting me. And so therefore I'm going to, to lash back because they're bad. And I think that's really the core of what we're trying to get at. This is not an issue of a bad person. This is a person who's probably is under stress and they're feeling insecure or sad or whatever it is um, or they're just forgetful and i think that that's a place where we have to offer a lot of grace yeah so it could be something that's very um, tangible like you talked about mourning someone who's in mourning someone who's in some kind of pain or grief but it could also be um they're having a bad day they've had you know several things happen that you have no clue about that they're dealing with and thinking through and instead of taking it personally, you're going to choose to believe the best about them. And, and like you said, to communicate with them. And communication is, is a huge part of what we talk about and what we go into. We're not going to dive into it today. But having the, the opportunity to say to somebody, hey, are you doing okay? Even without it being like, you mistreated me, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but rather, you know, I'm noticing this, this behavior pattern. Um, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? Those kinds of things, which I think puts us in a place of humility to be able to, again, consciously choose to believe the best about the other person, not make it about us, not make it a personal thing, but then humbly come to them with a genuine desire to see them be okay. And you don't have to say, hey, I know that you want to do better than this. I know that you're not always as grumpy or terrible or whatever but rather you choose to believe the best and then you treat them as such. Yeah. You speak to them with that respect and kindness. And I think that you're, you're on, you know, right on along those lines is you believe the best and then you pursue the best. Yeah. Because you have to pursue the best for the other person. You have to have mercy here. And then a lot of what we talk about is asking the questions. What is, what is going on in your life because otherwise how are you going to find out what's really going on you have to ask those why questions and do it in such a way that you're kind that you are presenting it as a i want to help you rather than i'm hurt by this why did you say that right right that's that's re reacting out of pain we want to respond out of love and part of what we talk about is being able to keep short accounts mm -hmm. because if this goes on for a long time and the person is going through difficult things and you just kind of like take the, oh, well, they're really upset today because they had a hard day and then tomorrow they had a hard day and then the next day they had a hard day. Okay, well, then at the 
end of a week or two weeks or three weeks, then you're going to snap. There, it's, yeah. it's, it's very difficult to, to take all that. So part of what we teach is to keep everything on short account. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that we are daily investing in the best for each other. And then from there, we have a weekly meeting that we put together so that we can talk about these things in a, a really safe environment where it is where you're ready to talk about it. Um, everybody is on the same page to talk about it. And you're looking for ways to actually solve problems. Hey, you're going through this depression. Do you need space? Do you need time? Do you need more fun activities? Do you need medication? Do you need something uh, to help you out in this place that you're in? I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Let's talk about it. Let's find some solutions. Yeah. So I think that um, because this is just just step one, part one of our mini series, we're going to... We're going to have four other parts to this, and in each of them, it's going to feel like we're opening a can of worms that we are a not big old can of worms. <laughs> we're not then um, explaining or or containing. We're only going to take out one worm at a time. We're say, no, we're going to open the can. It's going to be worms everywhere, but <laughs> that's okay because that's part of what this podcast is for. So one of the things, some of some of the worms in the can that we just opened are the weekly meeting, mm-hmm. um, communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping short accounts, which yep. is part of conflict resolution. Yep. So these are all things that we want to talk about and go through. And we also want to reiterate that a lot of what we've just discussed is focused on a, a marriage relationship, a spouse situation. But these things apply across the board to relationships. All the time. Friendships. Yeah. Yeah. Def- a, work um, relationships. I have another little, ex- really quick example before we finish here. Um, I have a friend who... She's, we've been working on a little project together and she's not been responding the way that I expect her to respond. Like she's been kind of um, distant about it and not encouraging and just kind of like leaving me wondering that I do something wrong. But I have a feeling that she has some personal things going on. And so my, um, I have an opportunity here to believe the best about her and to reach out to her and just say, hey, are you okay? You know, I, we've been we've been all business lately on our texts, but I want to make sure that you're okay because you're my friend. So these things can apply across the board to multiple types of people, to anyone who is who you consider an other in your life that is significant to you, a work relationship, a sibling, a parent, a someone you're dating, someone you're friends with, someone you're married to, all those kinds of things. When we talk relationships, we're talking about believing the best about anyone that you're in relationship with. And so we like to end our episodes or at least we think we do, uh, with a kind of question back to you. Who in your life right now are you maybe holding something against because they've harmed you, they've said something that maybe you got upset at and you're just kind of holding that instead of saying, okay, 90% of the time, this is not who they are. And I understand that, oh, maybe I need to look further. Maybe I need to help them. So look for that person in your life where, you can offer some grace, some mercy, and be humble instead of defensive. Mm-hmm. How can you believe the best about somebody in your life right now? I just remembered my worm, another worm that got out. We can put this back with the other worms. No, we, we got to talk about the worm right here. Let's <laughs> write it here at the end. Let's talk about the worm that escaped. The worm that escaped our identity and our self-worth and confidence not coming from other people and how other people treat us but rather coming from Christ. And when we're in that place where we know who we are in Christ, then someone can mistreat me 
and I don't have to own that, and I don't have to become that, and I don't have to take that on as my identity and then be mad at them or have my feelings hurt from them or all those things. But rather, if my confidence and my security is in Christ, then I can look at someone else and say, okay, how can I help this person? How can I minister to their needs? How can I ask them how I can help them? How can I be- that, that enables me to believe the best about them because I'm not looking to them for my self-worth. Right. I. I don't, maybe opening a can of worms is kind of gross. So maybe we opened a net of butterflies. (laughs) And if you'd like to evaluate these butterflies with us in the future and look at them and enjoy them, and (laughs) that would be the better option here. We just opened a net of butterflies. I don't know. I kind of like the visual of little worms squirming everywhere. Is that gross? Maybe so. Maybe, I don't know. We'll have to see. But I think the main thing here that we want to remember is believe the best and then go forth and be the best and do the best for the others in your life. I'm going to read our quote again from Stephen Covey. Okay. We judge other... We judge... I'm going to read our quote again from Stephen Covey. (laughs) Do it this time perfectly. (laughs) We judge ourselves by our intentions and others by their behavior. Let's see what we can do to instead believe the best about our others. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. We hope that you like what you heard and learned something that will help you have impactful interactions with others. We think it's totally awesome that you're taking this time to invest in yourself and your relationships. We know it's sometimes easier to just shut the door and shut out the world, but you're doing the hard work of soul anchoring. So yay you, keep going, you've got this. And when you have a spare minute, would you please do all the things for us? You know, subscribe to the podcast, Leave a rating review, recommend it to all your friends and family, and follow us on social media. You know, all the things. Okay, people, you you are are now ready ready to people. people.